0: Real or no real, did our current occupant in the Oval Office say these very words? We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Why, yes, yes he did. Joe, how many times do we have to tell you to stop saying the quiet part out loud? Shh don't want people knowing this stuff. Hi, everyone. It's Janelle Wold, and welcome back to the Real or No Real podcast. The good thing that's real is that there are a lot, shall I say, a plethora of things that we can do to help curb and prevent and report on suspicious voting behavior. So let's dig right into it. So I know it can become overwhelming and it can seem a bit hopeless from time to time when we hear about all the election fraud that's gone on. But I want to make sure that first and foremost, you don't decide not to vote because you feel like it's not going to matter. Now is probably more important than ever. I know they always say that every single election, but this time it really is true based on everything that we've seen happen in the last almost two years we need to make sure to get out there in full force and to be vigilant. So let me list off some things that I've talked to other people about that I've learned about that could be very helpful in making sure that we have as close to free and fair elections as we possibly can. Some people are saying they're just giving up, they don't want to deal with it anymore, it won't make a difference. Do not let those people sit home and don't you sit home either. This is when we need you all the most, everybody. If there's one thing I've learned, it's that We can beat all of these shenanigans, shall we call them, if we pull together and just come out in force. One thing I wanted to point out, though, is that Republicans tend to have a very low voter turnout in midterm elections compared to Democrats. So we don't want to see that happen. We can't have that happen. So now that you've made the choice to vote and you're going to get as many other people out there that you can to vote, make sure to vet your candidates thoroughly go through their past voting records, debates, speeches. We've all fallen for the rhino Republicans in the past who run as Republicans, but once they're in office, they vote completely as Democrats. So we have to be very careful about that because that's intentional. They're very good at this game. So make sure to vet them as thoroughly as possible in every way that you can. Okay, so once you're absolutely certain, you're positive that you're going to vote on a particular candidate, you trust them, you know what they're about, you're all for it, then check out who they're endorsing and who is endorsing them. And then make sure to vote for those candidates as well. It's really important to vote for the governor, the secretary of state, the attorney general, the auditor, all of those positions, all of those candidates, those boxes need to be filled in for sure. Don't just vote for the governor. Unless you really don't like whoever they endorse for whatever reason, of course, but typically, once you have your heart in one, it tends to follow and trust who they're endorsing. All of these are key positions in operating the type of government that we want working for us. I'm sure you've all heard this one before, but if you haven't already done so, check into being a poll worker or a poll watcher or an election judge. I know here in Minnesota, our deadline is coming up to apply for those positions, but I strongly encourage you to look into it if you haven't done so already, because once again, Republicans are typically strongly outnumbered in these categories, and we really need to up those numbers drastically to keep an eye on things, and it becomes a lot easier the more of us there are. This next one, there's been a lot of banter back and forth about this, but in the end, the recommendation is to vote in person on the day of elections if possible. That is the best route to take. But if you don't think you can make it on election day, you've got something else going on, you're gonna be out of town, whatever the case may be, then of course, vote early. But the day of elections is by far the best way to do it given what happened during the 2020 elections. If you receive a ballot in the mail, don't open it. Bring it to the polling place where you go to vote and use it to vote. We've all heard the reports where one person Received multiple ballots the last time around, and I can't imagine that that's not going to happen again. We've already heard some of the things just recently. Oopsies, they sent 30,000 ballots to illegals. I can't even remember which state that is, but that just happened. So we really have to be on our toes about that kind of thing. So, the instructions I've received if you do receive more than one ballot, keep all of them, every single one of them, and contact the sheriff, not the police, the sheriff himself. There have been a lot of good sheriffs that have done the right thing and stepped up in these situations. We need a lot more to step up, obviously, but that's the instruction that has been handed down to all of us that is the best approach to take if you run into that situation. Now, as far as reporting suspicious voting behavior in the weeks leading up to election day, on election day, or after, if God forbid they're going to count several days after again, here are some really good effective strategies to keep in mind. One is to report the suspicious behavior at www.truthsocial.org or call 855-585-2022. I'll put that in the show notes as well, but again, it's truthsocial.org and the phone number is 855-585-2022. That's one way to go. There are two other apps that I'm really excited about because they're so multi-layered and extensive. One is an app that you can download to your cell phone, whether it's an Android or an iPhone, and it's called votifynow.org. Again, I'll put that in the show notes. You can actually read up on them on their website first before you download anything, just to get a sense of what they're about, but I'll give you a high-level overview. Basically, it's a tool that will notify voters and party members and volunteers who are working together on any election. It's a free app that helps users strengthen the voting process in local, state, and national elections. So obviously, it's applicable to the midterms. And it's essentially a tool that will notify voters and party members and volunteers, all sorts, of any election or voter irregularities in their communities based on real-time information being entered by the users such cool stuff. It can be used to report mail-in ballot issues, anything suspicious that you run into at the polls. Drop boxes are a huge one. We all know that the cameras were turned away in so many of these places where these bags and bags of ballots were dropped off over and over again. So you can use the app really to report pretty much anything. So basically the users can just upload a brief description and an image or a video even of what they observe onto the app, that'll be analyzed further by designated admin users. And then this information is also sent back to all of the users in that area so everybody can see these issues and be made aware of them while they're happening so they know to be on the lookout for them themselves. Good idea right there, I think. So that's just a high-level overview for you, but if you want to learn more about it, go to votifynow.org, and I, of course, will put it in the show notes for you. They also have a bunch of short tutorials for you to check out. So look into that. And one that I'm equally, if not more excited about is an app called Gruntify that my good friend Ken Nuss, who I met on LinkedIn, is working on with his team. And it has a lot of the same features that the Votify Now app has but it sounds like it's going to be much more robust. And Ken and his team are working diligently on it day and night. So if you know of anybody that's interested in getting a demo, he has given me a demo. We've had a couple of conversations. The demo was so easy to walk through on my phone and actually take a picture and then circle it and put a brief description in. It's a really quick, easy, efficient way to report. And I have a pretty good feeling it's gonna take off once word spreads about it. So if you know anyone or you yourself are involved in a committee, a Republican committee or larger organization of any sort that might be interested in looking at this, Ken would be very, very happy to give you a demo or give your team a demo, whatever you would like. So you can find him on LinkedIn if you're on there. Again, his name is Ken Nuss. Last name is spelled N as in Nancy, U. SS as in Sam, Sam, and the application is called Gruntify. It's a great one. And Ken's a great patriot who's doing everything possible to help his fellow Americans in every way he can. I've witnessed what he's done in just a short time, and it's pretty impressive. If you'd rather contact me, I'll leave my email address in the show notes. And of course, you can always leave us a message on our SpeakPipe voice memo tool. And speaking of leaving a message on SpeakPipe, if you have any information that you want to pass along, especially as it pertains to the upcoming midterms, please do go to speakpipe.com forward slash real or no real and leave us a memo or two or three. They each have a five minute time limit. So be careful not to go over each one and cut yourself off smack dab in the middle of it. But please do leave us a message. I can post it separately and get it out to as many people as possible, or I'll incorporate it into the next podcast that I do. It's a great way to get information out as fast as possible to as many people as possible. And there's just a couple of other things I wanted to mention too. One is that we need to make sure that we don't have the voter fraud at the nursing homes and the assisted living facilities and the memory care facilities and the disability centers that we saw In 2020. I shared my personal story about that, and I learned after that that it was very prevalent here in Minnesota and across the nation. And we really can't afford to have that happen again. It's just not right. They shouldn't be taken advantage of for any reason, but especially not for voting. So, what you can do is just create a simple form that says voter fraud will not be tolerated here and suspicious behavior will be reported something simple and vague like that and go to the administrator and ask them if you can post it in the cafeteria or any other place that they'll allow you to if they're not willing to work with you which might happen some of the time you might want to tell them you're going to publicize that because nobody really wants that type of publicity or they shouldn't so that's a really important one go out with a team make a bunch of copies of something short and sweet and concise and easy to create, easy to understand, and then split up with a team of people and go meet with these administrators and make sure that they get these posted within their facilities. That would be a huge, huge help. And this last one, I need to find out more information about it before I give too much information. But basically, I'm working with some people on this podcast that created a legal form to submit to each secretary of state office, county clerk's office, polling stations, things of that nature. And the form, it essentially warns them of the repercussions of participating in any type of cheating whatsoever. And they have said that the first draft that they used of this, some election officials actually have already resigned after receiving it. So there's something to it. Now, it's not completely finished yet. They're making some changes and some updates. So I'll come back on and fill you all in as soon as that information becomes available. Do remember that this is an ongoing project. Not everything can be fixed in the midterms. It's going to take a lot of commitment, ongoing commitment from a lot of people. So I hope that you all get involved and stay involved because we need as much help as we possibly can get. We can't keep passing it on to other people. We need to get involved ourselves. If you don't get involved, I just, I don't know, I don't have the words. I don't even have one word to describe it. Joe, do you have one word to describe it? What's the best word to describe it, Joe? That can be defined in a single word. I was to foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> Actually, I think he described that pretty accurately. That'd be my word exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. So that's all for now. Check out the information, check out the show notes, and do leave a message on speakpipe.com forward slash real or no real. Or of course, you can email me as well. And that'll be in the show notes too. As far as social media, I'm mostly reachable on LinkedIn and starting to be a little bit more so on Gab. That'll be in the show notes as well. Quick shout out to our sponsor, American Spirit Marketplace. If you live in America and you want to put your money into small businesses and help them out, or if you have a small business and you want to advertise your business to other small businesses and consumers in general and keep the money away from these corporate monsters that do not have your best interests in mind, to put it lightly, PayPal, and so many others. That's just one that just happened recently, but there's a ton of them. It's just sickening. So check out American Spirit Marketplace, check out the small businesses that advertise on there, and think about advertising on there as well. It's great to keep the money with other patriots in America. So I hope today's episode was helpful, and I'll check back in with you all later.